Here it is going now, guys. Talk Norwich City here, back for another week of the Talk Norwich City podcast. Hello again on iTunes, SoundCloud, and of course, if you're watching on YouTube, as you can see, Hello. next to us, the legend that is Bradley Snadden himself. He was probably the most requested guest ever <laughs> um, last week. Talk about last week. You said you were coming on, and then you didn't. Well, I went out. Where you go? I went clubbing, and then... <laughs> Woke up and thought, I have got I have got a meal and the best way to a hangover is food for me. So where'd you go? Um, uh, Zach's. So. Zach's nice yeah. little burger. Yeah, big you? old burger. So. Big up Zach's. If you're watching this right now, it's a very weird experience seeing Snad's very very sober, isn't it? It's almost I, I, like a different person. Well, the thing is, you, I, you see, the people that requested this want a drunk Snad, so maybe we should just do a bit. Yeah, go on. The thing is, <laughs> can't turn down. So Snads, um, we went to college together. That's basically how we know each yeah. other. Um, yeah, go on. No, actually, no. I'm I'm driving. I can't drink. Um, but yeah, Snads, we went to college together. Absolute legend. Um, known for the match day experiences, being on the on the match day experiences. So it's good to have him here. Of course, we've got Chris as well. Wait for this. Wait for this. Right. <laughs> so another plug for the Canary Store here. A Norwich City bottle opener. Nice. Now you just think, oh, it's nice. It's Norwich City bottle opener. But wait, wait, and listen. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how you open a beer. Is that like a Scotty podcast? Mate, that was my main Christmas present. <laughs> was it? I'm not surprised. That's a decent little. Uh... That's quite a long one. Mate, it's a full song. It's still going. That is there we solid, go. Isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, no, it's good to have Snads here. Um, yeah, let's get into the podcast then. Or first of all, let's um, first of all say we finally got the cow. So we've got we've got lots of cows now. We've got Wesley Moulahan, and we've also is that going to go to the TNC suite? Isn't it? What's that? Is, is Wes Moulahan going to move to your your suite? Possibly. Am I going to keep your TNC professional? Um, it's up to you. But big shout out to Kirsty who um, kindly gave these to us. Um, so yeah, Come big on, up. Um, but <laughs> lads, let's talk about the Brighton game. We've won another football match. That's no, two in a row. Snads, you watched it on the old uh, television box. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, why didn't you go? Um, I was going out in Cambridge, so another <laughs> drinking session. No, but he's always out. Yeah, he loves it. Stockdale played well, so I mean, it was a good win, wasn't it? Yeah, no, good win against. Um, Champions, pretty well. They're going to be champions. They're going to get three points in their last two games. So, no, it's a good win, positive. But it's a shame it couldn't be more. Doing it earlier. Yeah, I mean, that, that's actually something I've got in here. Um, why couldn't we do this earlier on in the season? It's certainly a debate that's been brought up by quite a few people. But Chris, a lots of people saying, a lot of Brighton fans saying, we're going to get into hate of the week later because wow, it was. It was tasty this week, but lots of Brighton fans saying, how can you be celebrating a win when you didn't have any shots on target? But for me, it was a convincing performance. We scored two goals, and I guess we can celebrate it. I I agree with the Brighton fans. I honestly do. Um, I think that it was um, definitely overhyped. We didn't have a single shot on target, and we managed to get two in. And yes, we dominated play for, for large spells of the game, Jack, but... To be fair, I did expect more, and actually, really, to, are you to, being serious now? No, no, I am actually being serious. Like to, to be cynical, I think that we've we, beaten. We the... weren't oh, when we were off the ball. I don't think we were good enough. I thought we were great when we were off the ball. I genuinely do. Okay. I thought we were a lot more zippy. I thought Graham Doran's in the midfield helped out big time. 
Graham Dorans, praise him again. What a man well, he was. We've missed him all season. Mm. When we were, he was a rock for that time when we were top of the league. Very Forest true. Forest away. Yeah. Very true. Big goals like that. I mean, you, you've been a, a big... I wouldn't say you've praised Tete a lot this season, but you've certainly backed him up. Um, Have I? Yeah, you said you wanted to keep him a squad player. Well, I'm keeping him as a squad player, as would anyone sense. But I think when you maybe look at the team, when Tete's out of it, you realise just how much... We can't. How much of a liability he is? No, because he can't yeah, get about the pitch as he used to. I just view it as Graham Dorrance as a better player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he is. Um, also, a, a clean sheet. Ryan Bennett was in the team. That's now two defensive performances where we've looked half decent. Miracle. So, yeah, well, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> it's obviously like Ryan the same miracle. Was so good he as was. well. Yeah, so that's is Russell Martin. First, isn't it? Can he keep it up? That's well, the really problem. So is Russell Martin. That's not a miracle. <laughs> I think Russell Martin is, plays well in most games when he's surrounded by good defenders that are on their game. But is Ryan Bennett a good defender? No. no. I mean, <laughs> the thing is with Ryan Bennett is when we first signed him and maybe his first few seasons, I know it's been kind of on and off when he's played, but Ryan Bennett is a good footballer on his day oh yeah unfortunately that day hasn't come too much but why has he been so poor and then showed up against Brighton I'll let you answer that stats I don't know maybe he's a big game player I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much a class a Brighton Brighton at home with a nothing yeah it's a big game mm. but you do see him show up in the big games like going back maybe to Arsenal at home last year when he, he was class I, he was class. I know I'm not yet I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a really good point. But surely, as a footballer, it's easier to play against your Burtons and your Rotherhams than a. Is it? Well, is we it? don't make it out. I don't know. Do surely. I think. I think there's so much more pressure on you. When Norwich went to Burton, they walked down that pitch. You just knew that it was going to go wrong. You could just see the way that their heads were hung. Honestly, it's it's, it's all in your head. It really is. It's, that's it really it is. is. And that and that's why I'm so pleased with what Stuart Webber. I'm not sure we're going to go on to that, Jack. What Stuart Webber has said uh, to along come Norge, 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 along come Norge today. Um, that you know the whole not the atmosphere, but the whole spirit and soul of the club almost needs to be changed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It needs to come from within, but not just the players, but the fans and everyone. So I mean, the, the, go, going back, you're you're a big believer of if you've got someone who can lead you forwards, then yes. you're going to be better as a person. Going back to Burton, Rotherham, I mean, the list goes on. Was it, I suppose, does that come through that it was probably, was Alex Neal's fault that he couldn't motivate these, these yeah. players who have got talent, but couldn't get them up for the... He lost the dressing room, didn't he? 100%. Yeah, and we, we saw with um, when he first came in, their, their belief was behind mm. him, but as soon as as the going gets tough, wasn't it, really? Mm. I mean, Alex Neal has, has spoke quite a bit in the press this week on BBC Scotland, and he said he, he wants another sort of Premier League challenge, um, and he maybe got... Uh, he certainly admitted his mistakes. Where would you say Alex Neal's mistakes lie? Where did you think Where do you think he kind of lost it? Where was the downhill spiral? I, I thought everywhere. I can't really... There was... Every position was just there was a it was a complete mess. <coughs> it was a complete mess and games like Barnsley mm. second half performances that's all it ever was there was never a first half kick on it's Plan B there's no Plan B it's only my way or the highway and if it's not going to happen my way I'm going to just bollock you for it all game and I think um, at that age you you have to earn that respect now I really don't like rimming Bournemouth but I'm going to. Eddie Howe has almost earned the respect as a young manager because he's already achieved great things. Whereas Alex Neal's come in, he's barked a lot, 
but not necessarily delivered. He's, he's got one promotion. That's great. Don't get me wrong. Taking away from him. That day was the best day ever for me as a Norwich fan. But he he just barks and you can't just bark at, you know, like Wes Hulahan, for example. He's got to be sitting there looking at Alex Neal and going, <laughs> right. But anyway, let's not talk about Alex Neal yeah, because yeah. he's done now. He's gone. Um, in terms, let's keep on the Brighton game because we won. Um, yeah. It's quite nice. Pritchard. Wins. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to Pritchard. Let's talk about Pritchard now and the whole sort of front four as a whole. It, it's looking... It's looking also, good. It's looking good. I didn't even realise for some reason Pritchard, Naismith, Wes and Madison were all on the pitch at the same time. Yeah, they were, weren't they? Probably well, the shortest attacking lineup ever. Yeah. <laughs> but look at the talent that well, we've got. It's I've, nuts. I've got praise always for Stephen Naismith. I think he's harshly treated as a Norwich player. Maybe mm. his performances lacked in the Premier League, but in the Championship, every time he's played, he's looked... He looked alright. He, he nips. Yeah. He create. He causes teams problems. But he's for an me, experienced head of oh, yeah. there's no. It's not enough final product for me for Naismith. Huddersfield away. If I don't know how many people watched it, Huddersfield away. He was. I thought he was awesome. At I think the good. The good thing about Naismith is I know you don't like me saying this, and maybe you've got a point, but defensively minded he's, he's one of oh. our best attacking players and you do need that to a certain extent Chris you do need Jack, one of them attacking Jack, players he's going he's he, oh my god but I hate that shout so much yeah I know you do but Why let's not forget as well that Stephen Naismith also has scored a, quite a few goals this season and got quite a few oh assists. don't say that quite a few goals how many goals has he scored like six, this season seven? Considering quite how a many, few six goals eight chance. million pounds six so goals in championship mid, yeah but he's uh, not just a midfielder he's not just a midfielder is he? I, I, the reason he's a centre attacking like, midfielder. The reason you don't like Stephen Naismith is because of the money he's on. The money wrong. Totally wrong. Really? He doesn't deliver. I think he does. Bradley Snadden. Oh, he was great at Huddersfield. Did he score? No, but... Did he score? Yeah, no, that's their point, but... Did he set one up? No. Oh! But so did, he's not delivered. But did Jerome set what score? Set Probably. One? No, he no, didn't. It was 3-0. <laughs> you get my point, right? I respect Naismith. I totally appreciate how hard he works. Last last week's podcast, Jack, I agree that he should stay at the club. But does he deliver? No, he doesn't. Okay. I mean, that wasn't what we were going to be talking about. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, let's talk about this front four as a whole. I know we've we've scored a lot of goals this season. I think we're the second highest scorers. That hasn't been our problem. But, at the same time, this is looking very promising. Oh, yeah. next season. Madison. I've shouted his praise when he was at Aberdeen. He, I don't know why we learned about the seas. I, I did not it's agree crazy, with that. Isn't it? He, I thought when he came to us, he was ready. That, that's why we bought him. And you do, he's not at the age where he needs to be loaned out. He's at the age where it he was, needs to be playing regular championship football. I agree with exactly what Snaz is saying. And I think that James Madison could and should and hopefully will be a, a real tidal wave of change at, at the football club because... It's been too long now that we've relied on players like Stephen Naismith to deliver, and they haven't, And then they're, yet they're meant to be more experienced, and they've not delivered. You look at Madison already, he's got the head, he's got the final product, he scores, he sets them up, he's good on the ball, he's good off the ball. He looks very comfortable on the ball, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Which and is also, something with sometimes you don't see in young players. My point is, I actually think that next season we need to get some of the youth involved and I believe it's I believe it's one of the questions but perhaps Carlton but definitely the likes of Godfrey perhaps Toffolo um, you know Louis Thompson the the, the list is endless I think Stuart Webber is going to incorporate that and he's going to have to because if he does want to cull off 15 players or whatever it was that Mm. he said today 
I suppose if he's going to, he did say he's going to cull off between 10 and 15 <coughs> players in the, in the programme and in interviews that he's done with sort of fan sites. Mm. If you're going to get rid of that many players, you're probably not going to be able no. to bring in 15 players that are going to instantly deliver. So you do need three, four, five youth players that are going to step up. Yeah, and they yeah, will. Yeah. Do you think we've got the necessary well, players to do that? Yeah, well, I think like like going back to Madison, he's played in now in a Scottish league, which is rough, it's tough, and it's yeah, it that's championship football. Yeah, I and, agree. And pe- pe- I know people slag the Scottish league off, and it is a, it is a joke to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. But you have got some teams in that league that would certainly compete at championship level. Celtic, Celtic. Aberdeen. I know he played for them. Hibs. It's got those qualities. It's rough and tumble. I went there. Um, I've, I've watched Celtic four or five times now because my fam- my family from Scotland. And it, don't get me wrong, when it's Celtic versus one of the bottom teams, it's like League One quality. It's hoofball, but it does. Yeah, you get. It does get, have that tackles, rough edge. There's tackles, so. and you, that's what Championship football is. Mm. And that's that's something that. Um, that was raised by Alex Neal and that was raised by Stuart Webber that technically we've probably got the best squad in this league but in terms of the rough and tumble the getting down to the nitty gritty he said that we've been just haven't done enough for it yeah. I mean what for me that is the easiest part of the game anyone can go on shove a shoulder in for me because you don't need any talent to do that but do you what, what I think is you need to look when you when getting players in you need to look for the lower league like Paul Lambert did mm. Paul Lambert, Brian Gunn did League One when we were in League One. He brought eleven players in, mm. probably not best players ever, but you get them players. And and they had the you, yeah, exactly. A really interesting. Stuart's already. Stuart Webber's already said that, isn't he? A really interesting thing I saw in the week was from when Paul Lambert first inherited the Norwich City squad to his final game. I think it, I can't remember the exact games, but there was about a four-year gap, wasn't there, between when yeah. he started and when he left. There was only two players from the first starting eleven that made the second starting eleven. I think it was Grant Holt and Simon Lappin. If you look at this current squad, it's pretty much the same as it was in 2013. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So what has happened to what has happened to Norwich City that we have settled <coughs> for the players that have been here for five years? Why why is the turnover in players because you do, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough balance between no. keeping it fresh and also keeping a real core to the squad. And there's we no haven't bottle. done that well. There's no bottle in the, the they've got no that risk, take that risk and put money in towards a player because... It's nice Norwich yeah. City. It's always been... Norwich City are the nice guys. Teams roll up and, and do us over regularly. There's no venom. There's no bite. And there hasn't been since I've supported them, Jack. So hopefully Stuart Webber, again, instills that kind of, come on, let's go. He does seem do ruthless, it. doesn't he? I think just just dead switched on. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say ruthless. I think he's... I think he knows what he wants and he's going to go and get it. He's already establishing a very good relationship with the fans. I'm really, really happy that he did that interview with Longcom Nodge because um, that res- that just respect there is, is great and transpires through the fans. Get the fans on board. I he think, knows what he's doing. I think the thing that maybe people who you know don't get how kind of interviews and work and stuff, it's, it's very tough to get an interview with someone official at the club. You have to go through the media yeah. team. You have to go through everything else. Stuart Webb has clearly gone to the media team. I'm not I'm not sure, but I would have guessed that Stuart Webb has gone to the media team, Joe Ferrari or whatever, and said, and gone, look, I want to speak to the fans. I want to improve this relationship. He's honest, mm-hmm. isn't he? That's, the, that's what we've needed for years. An honest person mm-hmm. that's gonna, not going to just hide behind everything that's wrong at the club. And that's the thing with yeah. McNally. McNally was brutal, yeah. but was he honest at no. face value with the fans? 
No, he wasn't. He hid a lot of things behind doors. And was he an approachable figure? No, no he well, wasn't. We, Stuart Webber seems like he is. I yeah. went to a, I went to the breakfast with the manager thing. I think you were there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as one negative question was asked, everyone went on the defensive. Yeah. No one wanted to answer it. And that's what I can see with Stuart Webber. If you ask him a question, I can. he seems like the kind of guy yeah. that would give you a straight answer. So great. Stuart Webber, 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. Let's go on to the weekly <coughs> feature that sometimes we've missed because we've got to include it. Moan of the Week. This is the segment where we moan about something. And... To be fair, it doesn't feel right doing it on a week that we've just won two games in the bounce. I'll let you start. I'm, I'm going to do it. Why can't we do? Why couldn't we do this earlier on in the season? What happened? Oh, yeah. Where was our bottle? Alex Neil was the manager. That's what it was. That's, that. It sounds. That is that is the main thing. Alex Neil was at the club mm. for too long. Yeah. And the belief was brought out. Of even the if even if he'd been sacked when we lost five 0 to Brighton. Even I do three believe weeks that we would that. still be promoted now. I, 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 I honestly I do, do think that. I, I believe that as well. I think that for, when we lost that game at Brighton, five 0 humiliation. Yeah, that that should have been. Yeah, that yeah. should have been that point where he, they chucked him out straight away, and obviously he did. They didn't, and then Barnsley came along, and there was just never that time where he should have mm. been sacked. Yeah, and we. What, I think we would what have Neil done on. very well is. You know, we lost to Brighton and whatever. I can't remember the exact fixtures, but he'd always get a victory in between like three or yeah. four losses to just keep his job for another few weeks. Then he'd lose another three, then he'd win. And I think he'd done that very well. And we were looking so long term. But I mean, my optimistic side of my head goes, is this going to come back and is this going to help us long term? Because we've held, we held off Sack and Neil, we sacked him, we got that decision completely wrong. We've now got Irvine. He was originally going to be in charge for two games. That's gone on to 12 games, whatever it is. He's going to be in until the end of the season. We now might be able to look at Gary Monk, Wagner. I don't know who is going to be. Yeah, who knows? Well, Fulham manager or whatever. I've, I've actually looked at maybe either. I don't want him to be, but I think there is a possibility he might become our manager. Who's that? Alan Irvine. Alan Irvine. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But at the same time, has it given us yeah. the time to go and assess... Possible, yeah. possible options because we've rushed into getting managers before and it hasn't worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feeling that another season in the championship as well? Yeah. I know you don't quite buy into that, but does that give us the time to just rebuild, get our breaths, and go again? Oh no, yeah, no, definitely. I I understand the the reasoning behind that, Jack. Definitely. Any moan of the weeks from you guys? It's gonna be about anything. Doesn't doesn't have to be about the team. To be fair, I don't, really. team I, fair, I don't want to moan. I want to look forward now. Yeah. I think that Brighton. The, the Brighton result was a very positive result, despite the fact we didn't absolutely smash them. Um, it was convincing, though. It was it was convincing, but you know I, I don't really feel like moaning. Can I not moan? <coughs> I'm not, not to moan. No, I'm not moaning. Feel We're not moaning. Hype of the positive. week, then. If you want to, be all positive on me. Go on then. But, oh, it's got to be Pritchard, isn't it? It's got to be Pritchard. Not not just rubbing it in the Brighton fans' faces because we'll go on to that, obviously. But um, I just think Pritchard for us sums our season up, right? He's He has been held of all his ability, all season, right? And to have a player like that, that sometimes not even make the bench, mm. because of what? Because of what? I've, I've he is followed insane. Pritchard he's, for years. He's Premier awesome. League quality. I was talking to some guy today about it. He could easily fit into West Brom's side. He could easily fit into Stoke's side. You know, it, this guy, he's class. And he's not played for us. I mean, we can all say, we'll all have a different opinion on Madison, whether he's ready or not. But Pritchard, he's Premier League quality and we've not played him. 
I mean, it, it, it's, it's shown it's, it's shown through that since he's been... I think he's played every <laughs> single game under Irvine and we've looked a better side. Because oh, yeah. For what, if one player can change a side and on a consistent basis, you know that he's a good player. Yeah, definitely. Pritchard, it, it is one of them things that you just can't get your head around why he wasn't I'm playing. looking forward to that thought of having Pritchard and Madison playing together. That's That, that excites me. I mean, season, it, it was though. the argument this season, can Pritchard and Houlihan play together? Alex Neil didn't think they could. I think they can. Yeah. Shown they can under Irvine. I suppose it's going to be that transition now. Can Madison mm. and Pritchard play together? It's going to be an interesting one. Can it work? I don't know. Look, but if it does work, boy, yeah. it's going to be an exciting prospect. It is. It is. So now, is anything you're excited about? You're, you're hyped about? Well, just ne- I'm I'm so positive for next season. I just think I can't I can't see us not going up next season. With if we if we buy get the right it. manager. Mm. And I, which which I think <coughs> my view is that we're waiting to see if Huddersfield get promoted. That is that yeah, he's denied. No, yeah, whether it's denied that, but it, it's it's so obvious it's going to happen, and we're going to go in for him. We've already been in, tried to get in for him. I just sit, go into that summer, see who we get as a new manager, get mm. the right man, get promoted. The thing is, the amount of talent that we could attract to this football club oh, already yeah. with Stuart Webber, let alone a new positive head coach. I'd personally love to see a foreign head coach come in because we've never had. Well, there's one. been word of. I, think uh, need that. Oh, oh, um, I can't think what his name is. From he played managed in the Dutch leagues. I can't think what his name is now. There's been a few links, hasn't yeah. there? And I suppose that's always a risky one whether you go in for a foreign manager because it's an is unknown it? quantity. Yeah, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's proven. Who hasn't, I think it's proven in England now. Somebody who hasn't managed in England before is a completely different. Oh, okay, he's not managed in England before. Okay, and a lot of foreign managers haven't. Okay. Because I think if we get someone like Wagner, you can then look at players like Inaki Wells coming into the club. Van yeah, Park, people yeah, like Van yeah. der Parra. It's contact, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you got. That's what I mean. If your husband, if you're getting two Stuart Webber and then the Wagner, mm. that's going to attract them Huddersfield players that have been playing well all season. And this is why another thing that's really important to bear in mind is it is really important that we try and win all the games mm. and end up as high as possible. Because players can be looking, oh, did Norwich narrowly miss out or did they completely up? And I think in football, people have very, very short memories of players, especially if Pritchard goes into the end of the season off the back of, I don't know, four straight wins, which we could do if we beat Scores Leeds and QPR, game, yeah. he'll be going, yeah, I'm up for this next season. If we now lose He's to already Leeds said QPR, that, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Even more, yeah. Other players, if we lose against Leeds yeah. and lose against QPR, people are going to go, actually, I don't know if I'm up for this. I am stunned at the fact that, I mean, well, am I stunned? Pinto coming out and saying, I'm staying, what are you That's talking about? Pinto, oh my God. Pritchard, again, he's kind of, ba- he's basically said he's going to stay, yeah. isn't he? And those two players are key to us two next season. Dykes as well, he said that his agent's been in talks with the club. So who knows? There you go. I think if we signed Dykes, that would be huge up there one of the best signings we've had in a few years right then as always we like to get your guys questions from Twitter it's always a good laugh Um, we basically tweet out a lot of you got back to us so let's get straight into it Snads Callum Williams has said do you agree with the atmosphere comments and any suggestions on how the atmosphere at Cow Road could be improved now you're a man who loves chanting you're in the Barclay you're in the Snake Pit wherever you want to sit you're a bit of a a bit of a nomad yeah you just basically sit where you want sit where I want you don't care I know exactly Um, (laughs) What would you do to improve the atmosphere? You know, you know what I'm gonna. I think I know. I think you know what <laughs> I'm gonna say. I've got a story about this. Yeah, about Snads, right? Um, so when we were at college, Snads was um he was known for sitting in the calf. He just loved the calf. Yeah, I, I love the calf. Um, I love the calf. He used to bring his iPad in. 
Walked in, one break. Snads is there. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? He was on his iPad typing away. He's like, I'm just composing a, an email to David McNally. I was like, oh, what are you writing to David? He was like, I want a drum at, at Norwich. I want a drum. Oh, never, mate. He never got back to me, though. <laughs> There's a reason why. <laughs> yeah, but a drum, you, I, I know how people go around saying drums are tin pot. Snads, they're tin pot. But atmosphere's like... Swansea. I don't know how many, Have you ever been to Swansea? Have any of you no. I've been to Swansea as a place, not a, not the football stadium. Best, a- best atmosphere I've been to in a ground. Really? And they had a drum. Drums, look, it's artificial atmosphere. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, At the end of the day, it's very you much like a clapper. To, you, but... I love the way you were just thinking more about the atmosphere of Caro than being oh, yeah, no, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I failed, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But no, it, the atmosphere at Caro Road. Is is okay, but it, we don't want to have okay, do I we? I think it's turned poor. Uh, oh, but our way, but it's now getting it's now to get into the point where it's becoming our way support as well. Yeah, our way, really? our way. Okay. Aston Villa was all right, it was pro- probably one of the better mm. ones at the lot. But even even Ipswich at home was was quiet for an Ipswich. Yeah, I I think the away the away atmosphere has purely been an effect of our poor. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Because normally we're louder than everyone. I think the thing is, I completely buy into the 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 um, argument that you need you need the players to (coughs) do what they need Mm. to do for you to cheer along. But at the same time, fans need to. Cheer for one nil down. Fans need to cheer oh, yeah. for four nil up. You know, it's not. I don't think it's, it's I, an excuse that. Uh, look, our away fans are some of the best in in the country. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, yeah. I think atmosphere this season has been. Even when we were top of the league, it was dull. Yeah, and it, it comes back to also people and, and not disagreeing with people sitting down, but in and the Barclay some, used to be stood. The whole Barclay used to be stood up. Clapping, no, some parts are clap, clapping. Sometimes that's and that's, that's and that's not helped by stewards. Stewards yeah. do not help the whole situation. But I if think, everyone stands up, they're not going to make them try to kick everyone. Out, are they? This is one of the exciting things again. Stuart Weber again saying that I totally realise that the atmosphere is pretty poor. And I, I mean, I sat in the NMP um, as you probably know last week, and. It was hilarious. I've ne- I didn't realise. I mean, it's not, called, <laughs> it's not called the, the library for no reason. And I even think that, you know, I get that it's a family stand. Um, and I get, I just, I think we definitely need to have a singing section. 100%. So easy to organise. Literally so easy. I think I quite like what Arsenal do when they score with the massive flags. I kind of quite like that. It's I just, quite like it. I quite like it. I mean, and you know what? I loved Samba de Janeiro as well, rather than darts music. <laughs> I like the darts. And the, and the away fans hated it. They were like, oh, look at you. But actually, that was a Norwich thing. And, yeah. and it got the likes of the city stand who were sitting on the, you know, they're sipping on their Bovril and they've been, they, they've literally they've sat down and they will literally sit there for the whole 90 minutes and they will not move a muscle. And it got them up off their feet going, you know, and... It's about, I think, Stuart Webber. It's not an issue with the Barkley and the Snake Pit as such because when the team are playing well, they sing loud. But it's about incorporating the other, sta- the other parts of the stand, which is what Stuart Webber said. It, ca- it is quite intimidating when all of the stands are singing on the ball seat at the start. It's quite a tight stadium. Oh, it's yeah, loud. I've, been, I've been Stoke away. That's, for, that's like on Carrow Road. And, and they, all, they all sing tight. all four stands, that's yeah? That's probably one of the loudest grounds I've been to. I mean, I think that the positive thing about here is, is I know under... Mc- there was a great kind of time at Norwich City when the Barclay project were organising the under-21 games and the atmosphere really awesome. picked up. 
And then for whatever reason, I don't know if it was to do with McNally, but that kind of stopped. Now Tom Smith, who I think has had a lot of bad reputation, a lot of bad sort of rap for, for not much reason. For no reason. Tom Smith is actually a really good guy. You know, yeah. I've spoken to him. He's a, he's a top guy. We spoke to Tomo the other week who leads Buckland mm. Project. He said he's already been talking with, with Tom Smith. And Did he say Stuart Webber? I can't remember now. Yeah, he did say Stuart Webber. Look, I think he, I'm sure if I saw it on Twitter rightly today, he was he had been in talks with They're him. already initiating with club officials. Amazing. If you don't know what the Buckland Project are, basically they're a group who are trying to improve the atmosphere at Cow Road. And then talks are already happening, so that's positive. Anyway, yeah, the atmosphere needs to improve, whether that be flags, I don't know. Singing sections, it's possible, and the, the, pe- the, the enough. I still think there. the I still think the uh, safe standing as oh, well. Yeah. 100%. That's huge. I think I think that's definitely a long term vision, though. Although it's is it? I think that's it. I think Why that's a long term vision for the whole of English football, yeah. but like as in up at like big yeah. teams like the Premier League and Championship, because you've got to think if you have that standing section for a year in the Championship, you've got to instantly yeah. get seats back in there when you go into the Premier League. I think there needs to be some consistency with the stewarding as well. Uh, I saw two people in the NMP film Facebook Live of the game and the stewards didn't care. But yet when you get your camera out, you get scrutinised for it. So that's one of the things that pissed me off recently, to be honest with you. Uh, there you go, there's your moment of the week. <laughs> hey! um, but to be fair, the stewards in the e-block are really good. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I've been in the really e-block. Good. E-block stewards, fun. big up. Um, although we have experience in bad stews in other parts of the ground. Anyway, let's get on to the next question. Lewis Fuller says, if he walks the walk, could Stuart Webber be the best thing in our lifetime uh, at our football club? Sounds like he might revolutionise all areas. I think we need to... Car- I, I, yeah. I totally get that Stuart Webber has had an amazing start in terms of the fact that he's already culled off a couple of arguably pointless jobs within the football club, possibly. Um, he's already made a good impression, but I don't think we should oh, he's the best thing since sliced bread because... Who's to say we get a really classy manager in, and then after two games he goes, "No, I don't like you anymore. You're, mm. you're gone." He could yeah. be, he could be that guy. You don't know. Exactly. Yet. I think we need to, like you say, calm down about him. Mm. Obviously, it's exciting times for the it club. Is, it but is. Next season is going to be the big. Yeah. yeah. Let's judge him after yeah. next season before we ask. Hundred percent. But yeah, I think look, he's he started very well. Uh, Ross asks, "Why do we seem reluctant to start Madison, Godfrey, Efferty?" Etc. At this stage of the season, it's probably the perfect time to play younger players. Efforty, I don't. Uh, I agree with every, Yeah, I agree with everyone else. He is a beast, by the way. But he, I do. Is he ready? No, I don't think Efferty no, is ready. But I think I think Madison and Godfrey the definitely. Question, yeah, and I suppose that's the yeah. why the younger players not starting. Well, that's. I, I think that's a lot to do with Alex Neal's tactics again. Yeah. Going back to, I don't really want. To I go think back Madison's. To I think Madison's flying the flag for the youngsters, and, and less, again, the Murphys are as well. And. I think we'll see more of them there in the remaining games. Uh, Josh asked, how do we improve the atmosphere? We've already uh, answered that. So anyway, thanks, Josh, for getting your thoughts in. Um, Matty saying, highlights of Snad's season. Warm Carlsberg from Iceland and Barnsley has to be up there. What's your highlight of the season? Well, that, that's one of the highlights. <laughs> but I think I think pizza at Brighton. Yeah. Pizza at Brighton. You love the um, pizza, Brighton. Hang on, what? We yeah. lost 5 0 at Brighton. But it, if we hadn't been 2 0 down at the time, I would never have found pizza. <laughs> also, Nottingham Forest. Hot, didn't you with Sorry, you with just to kind of interject on the pizza, didn't, um, didn't you have a bit of a thing with a pizza slice at Burton? Oh, I know, that was a burger. Burger. Oh, was it a burger? Yeah. yeah. We'll get on to that in a minute. Well, okay. I'll get, I'll get, oh, that's one of my moments of the season, Bob. 
Nottingham Forest, you were sat with me at Nottingham Forest, that was awesome. I kissed you. Yeah, exactly, he kissed me, so... That's what Graham Lawrence does. It wasn't on the lips, it was more of a forehead kiss. It was on the side of the head. It would be totally fine though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Then, obviously, Burton. Burton. Now, I, I didn't actually see this. I was nowhere near now this, Right, so basically, I'm walking upstairs, bought a, bought a chips with the burgers I, I usually do. I love this story do. so much. So I'm walking upstairs, had a few beers, obviously, and then... <laughs> a few. Tripped over my own feet, landed on the floor, dropped my chips, so I thought, I've still got my burger, I'm happy. But Nor- I walk down, I walk into the stand, Norwich score, and I run and throw my burger, and it hits a steward in the head. <laughs> And it's just, I just asked him, "Can I have my burger back?" And he went, "No, I don't think so." Oh, and that—that's that, not that's cheap, some, is it? A burger? I, I bet that was about eleven pound twenty. But I, I did get to drink my beer, so it was—it was a happy Look, day. I mean, a beer, a burger, and chips is quite—that's a challenge, isn't it? To, to carry. I'd already no, I'd already done my beer before. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, you were talking about your pizza at Brighton. Oh. That's a simple little little one hand uh, job. You loved it, didn't you? You oh, were dabbing. You were. Yeah, I was. I was just having a time of my life. <laughs> Five nil down. <laughs> but I was happy. It, it's, it's like the football has ruined it for me this season. But <laughs> the days out have been awesome as usual. And that is a shame, isn't it? Because you are right. And imagine I'm, if the football was actually yeah. okay. How much fun this season would have been? Exactly. I, I had in the Premier League. I had a lot of fun. And you, you just you, I didn't really like the Premier League away games I to be honest with you <laughs> don't really remember I think the, them, the, the problem with the Premier League away games is that I think the atmosphere is worse because it's very commercial there's a, isn't it there's a lot of to- there's, there's a lot of tourists a lot yeah. of Norwich fans who aren't really necessarily hard not hardcore but loyal fans are all of a sudden fans yeah and they turn up to likes of Man City and they're not willing to make noise. But I think we've had a, some... I, I, I don't want to go on about the fans too much because that's a touchy subject. But I do think we've had that this season as well. Fans come in, come in here... And for away games? For, just for an away game. Really? Just one odd game the season. I think you see it at the London games. Yeah. yeah. Fulham away was... They, I think we took like two... You don't recognise anyone, 2,800 fans. There were a lot of tourists there, but look, I'm not going to come on here no. and slag Norwich fans off. Tom Huckabee, Darren's son. Hi, Tom. Who could eat more Big Macs than Snaz? On the first day of Christmas. <laughs> Do you reckon there's anyone? Uh, well, oh, if you... If, okay. Right, we're going to the story now. We were at, we were at going, coming home from Wigan away. Okay. Tuesday and with Ryan Scarf, Wally. Obviously, you know, Wally leader. Yeah, um, Wally is a leader. Sizer, yeah, everyone, and we stopped off. L Jack Taylor as well, and we we stopped off at the surf station. And went, well, I reckon you could do six Big Macs in twenty minutes. So I, I got four and a half in seven minutes, and then I I bottle dropped like a, it. That might be a world record. Four and a half Big Macs in seven with chips, with chips, and I had I had to have a, I had to have a uh, what's it called a cheeseburger in between just to like settle it down. But no, um. <laughs> I did bottle it, but no, I don't think there is anyone. I'd like to anyone to challenge me about that. I think the thing about, about Snads is, like, the some people talk the talk, this man can walk the walk. Oh, God. Pal- yeah. Palace away. Oh, my this man, God. Like, I've never yeah, seen someone so plastered in my life. <laughs> like, you were doing whole bottles of Jaeger. You, you were literally laying on the floor before thought, kickoff. Well, it's like, it's, I missed the, the best concourse of the season. <laughs> I was asleep. Like, I, yeah, I, I was dreaming about a McCartney bang one in at 89th minute. And it just well, we, so, Crystal Palace away last season. We got the train there. Look, the video's online. It was a great, great day, although we lost. Me and Chris went. Snads was on the train. Snads sat in between us. First of all, he was laying on the concourse at... <laughs> before the game because yeah. he just wanted to sleep fair play 
We then woke him up at half time. We were like, Snads, it's half time, mate. He was like, just leave me, be- let me be. <laughs> Missed all that. So you sobered up a bit, but you, what, how did you get home? Right, so. You went to the players' yeah, lounge. You went to the players' My uncle's a, a kit manager at uh, Crystal Palace. So. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Cause being, me being me. And um, we, I kind of went into the players' lounge, but I got, I got in a lot of trouble in there because I was trying to start kick it off in there. <laughs> and there was just loads of Palace fans in there. But I did meet Graham Dorrance, what man. Yeah. And he was nice. He was like, <laughs> I told him to keep us up this season, put all the blame on him. But. No, oh, I, I, I've had some good times. And that's the thing I love about you, Snads, is. Like it's good you vibes only. It's good yeah, vibes yeah. only. Isn't Thing it? is, you're a Norwich fan. We're a Norwich fans, so you can't expect you can't, ev- you can't expect everything. Yeah, so maybe that's point. something we just need to, yeah. just need to line up. That's what everyone Norwich needs. You right. ju- you, we're never going to win the Premier League. We're never going to get Champions League unless unless we do that, which would be amazing. I was thinking about this in the car on the we way. We could win here. the cup. And um, then, exactly. Yeah. And I was listening to um, Ball Street podcast. There's a Tottenham fan on their flab, and he said. Look, the podcast was last week, so it's not going to happen now. But he was like, "If we win the double, the Premier League and the FA Cup, football's complete." But I haven't got to worry about anything ever again. I've, we've done it. I've been thinking, if we, I'm going to say that football's complete for me when we reach Europe. When we get into Europe, it's going to happen in my lifetime. I've already started saving. I've already started saving. I've got my little European <laughs> it's a big statement, isn't it? We will get to Europe one day, whether that be winning the League Cup, or whatever. And I'm going to Far East Europe if we need to. I'm going. As, uh, and you've that, got our record Russian now. Team? Um, oh. like I'm, not, I'm not going to Russia. Yeah, or what Samuel Eto's old team? Yeah. Oh, Andy yeah. Makalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalak
Well, well, well. Coker. No, no, no. This is a great point. But we Col- need to sign defenders. Coker. We need. We need to talk about defenders. We, we? Need yeah. we I, always. I, I, I literally don't know what centre backs we could sign. We just need some good I, ones. Yeah, but I don't think you need one. I think no. we need two or three. Yeah. It's, it's, four or five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Six <laughs> or seven. <laughs> a team full Eight. of centre backs. <laughs> no, but someone like Colker, he, he's yeah. a good player, and he don't get played. And um, I can't think. Uh, I just don't know. It's a hard one because we we need players everywhere. I think I think we need to spend. I think what we've learned from the whole defence situation is Norwich have always tried to cut a corner with defenders, which is exactly why we signed Mitchell Dykes on loan because we couldn't afford to pay for him. No, because he we we were never going to get him. Money talks. Come on, money talks. Come on. But do you think that's affected that if he a... signs us on a permanent? I, I think, think gonna... I think I hope he'll sign anyway. But my point is to not even go into the argument. Norwich need to spend proper money on defenders. Like I'm talking eight million. We I'm did not... Tim Close. Okay, yeah, but obviously Tim Close was a Premier League defender, not a Championship defender. Okay, we need to spend bigger money on defenders. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, have we got any more questions? <laughs> Ultra Game and Power finish off here. Snads, how often do you get wasted at the football? Every single weekend. Yeah, I was I was going to try and be like try and lie about that, but you no, know, it is every single weekend. <laughs> every and, 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 single and I'm normally weekend. out on the Friday night in like clubbing. So. And Sunday yeah. night. You just oh, don't... Sunday, well, some, some Thursday nights as well when I got work. Just get, just get on it a little bit and then <laughs> go to work and then go out on the Friday. And oh, then you're just immune to it now. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about um, your Brighton interview. So, if you don't know, Chris's interview against Brighton got 150 comments which is quite a lot for this channel. 4,000 views, uh, about 60 dislikes. More than matched experience, which is rare as well. And I said to you, as soon as that interview finished, I said, you do realise you are going to get slaughtered for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you were like, yeah, I'm fucking cool with it. I'm, I'm still cool with it, and I'm absolutely fine with it. Um, I've picked up some highlights, which I'll read out. Uh, but I'd just like to really say that Obviously, I, I, I bet all the Norwich fans understand because they've watched me on TNC. They understand that I take it quite seriously. Like I really like to put my opinion out there. But, you know, in that game, it was so hilarious. And I just thought, you know what? It was such a ridiculous game that I'm going to give a ridiculous interview just to mix it up. Now, I got a lot of stick. A lot of... No, 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 no. I got a lot of stick at the 5-0 loss oh, because right. I'd slagged off Chris Hewton's defensive football, which, by the way, is correct. I got some stack. I got some stack, and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to keep it in, hold it in, hold it in, Chris. Don't bite. But I came out on top in the end, and that's the most important thing. I got the last laugh. Now I could have gone out and said, you know, Brighton fans are this, Brighton fans are that. I didn't say that. I still respect Brighton fans. I still think that Brighton are they deserve to go up. But why not give a sarcastic interview after a ridiculous football match? I think, I think the thing maybe is a lot of people were watching that, watching you for the first time, and they were like, "This guy's a dick." And <laughs> cool, you did, you did come across as a dick in that. Cool story. But if um, people know you, you they, they know you're not like that. It was a bit of a silly yeah. interview. Yeah, it was a complete. The whole thing is it was a complete wind up from start to finish, and 140 Brighton fans fell for it. You so certainly. Um, thank you very much. Yeah, you certainly rustled a few feathers. Have you yeah. got any? comments from that video yeah I have so this wasn't just YouTube hate this went across oh, all really? platforms so I actually found um, Brighton Hove Albion fan news put an, in- <laughs> put an no wait they put an Instagram post out <laughs> saying yeah, so this, this is this honestly this was like a protest like Brighton fans got really mad at this which is really strange because Brighton have just been promoted haven't they <laughs> yeah. so I'm this saying. is a team that's just been promoted but 
they got so annoyed at my my comments, and I just don't understand why because they've been promoted. I was congratulating them, and I, anyway, please go to Talk Norris City YouTube channel and fire shots at Chris Reeve at Chris Revo. He is a worthless piece of shite. <laughs> Interest. But thanks for the plug. I'm sure that brought <laughs> yeah. a bit of bad revenue. To be fair, I gained a few followers. Yeah, some followers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So great. And I suppose you can't dislike on Instagram, so it's a win-win. No, it's fantastic. So well done. That was nice. And by the way, that got no likes. So pretty, pretty <laughs> crap channel. Um, oh, I'd just like to give a shout out to a, to a Norwich fan. Actually, this one kind of got to me a little bit. Oh no. At Canary Steve. Oh, I've had him before. Oh, no, God, you Steve. talk rubbish. I think Canary Steve's a troll. Yeah, because I've, I've had yeah. him a few times. Is, is he really a troll? Yeah. Because he's never said anything positive ever. No. He's given me some He's a troll. Time. Okay, well, yeah. let's not give him any I think he's time. either a troll or he's like kind of a comedic act. Right, this is this is funny now. Okay. This is a Brighton fan. Okay. Now, in his... So, hang on, hang on, hang on, right. Have fun on your fans channel, Chris. Nerd. He's got... Now, That's a nice profile in, picture. You know, in his profile picture, he's, he's really cute, bless him. He's probably about Which 12. One is he? He's dressed up in his prom suit. Um, it's all very cute. So, um, But seriously, um, they were very, very lighthearted. Now, I'm not going to read out the bad ones, but if you want to laugh, because a lot of Norwich fans found it funny and great, head over to the Talk Norwich City post-match interview after Brighton and just read through the comments and laugh. Because it's so funny how many Brighton fans actually thought that I was being serious. Like someone said, Chris, don't go that far. Brighton aren't going to win the Premier League. <laughs> I mean, literally, how can you be that daft? In, in a serious note, and I do respect Brighton as a club and their fans, I think they will get relegated next season. Oh, I don't. You. Of course I don't. No, and I, I, I'm, I know this is a Norwich City channel, mm. but going to Brighton, four years, and they will be... <laughs> Oh my god! This is now going to a comment where we will win the league with ease. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to that video. No, but Brighton, they have money behind them. They have a lot yeah, of money do. behind yeah, them. They do. Lot of money. But do four they have the manager to attract top? <laughs> I just I come just, back to this video four years later, and they will be a top ten team. I just think Chris Hewton is one of their managers who he's championships his level. He's done it with Newcastle. Um, he's done oh, it with Brighton. Dear. Yeah, but he he the first season with Norwich he'd done all right with yeah, us. It, that league position flattered <laughs> us. We were crap that season. We went on 10 a serious games note, unbeaten. Most of them were draws. Yeah, that's but on a serious note, Brighton deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I d- and we, I'm sorry do, for the... you do genuinely respect the club. Yeah, fans, like no, genuinely like I'm sorry if you took my interview the wrong way, but you know, sometimes in football, when you know the season's over, it's about time that you just had a laugh. And a lot of people expect me to be some sort of like Sky Sports unbiased pundit. I am biased. Yeah. I am so biased. I'm wearing Norwich City sunglasses every single game. I bleed yellow and green. Mate. I'm not going to start like, you know, saying, oh, Norwich reporter, am I? That's just not the way it works. Okay, it's time for Snapchat calls. This is going to be Tom if he answers. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Can we set this off? No. I'm going to try... Right, I, think, oh, I, I think Tom's about to answer. Go on, Tom. Come on, Tommy boy. Here we go. Tom. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good man. Yeah, you're on the podcast. Thanks, thanks, for, um, thanks for answering, mate. Um, big question that we're about to be talking about. We haven't talked about it this week. It's uh, so far. It's Leeds up next. How are you feeling for it? Positive, obviously, yeah? after Brighton. 
Yeah. I mean, Stockdale is as well. Yeah, yeah Stockdale is. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if you like Leeds, if you don't like Leeds, but how sweet would it be to destroy Leeds' now slim chances of getting in the playoffs? Well, it'd be massive because I also have like, a little soft spot for Fulham, even though they rolled us over the other week. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, they've also done us over in the cup recently. Yeah. Well, this year, this season, anyway. Yeah. That uh, you did a match day experience on, so a good time to get revenge, obviously. Yeah, massive. Um, finally... The, the last talking point that we've, we've been discussing quite a bit, Graham Dorans. Now, the last time we were in the championship, Dorans scored against Leeds. How much of an, of an impact do you think Dorans has had so far? Sort of since uh, coming back from injury? It's been a bit on and off, if you ask me. He's That's... quite inconsistent. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but... Do you think he's better than Tete? Really... Yeah, it's not hard to beat Tete, really, <laughs> to that position. But... Yeah, I don't think Dorans is quite up to standard. Definitely a position we need to improve. All right, then, mate. Thanks very much for the call. Anyway, I'll um, we'll speak soon. I'm, I'm sure of it. Right. See you later, buddy. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye. Right, Tom. Interesting. So yeah. I, he's, Tom's made me think of something. Okay. To to say, uh, Leeds. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? God, about that disabled fan. Again. Right now. I, again, I respect Leeds as a club. They're a massive club. They're bigger than Norwich. Their history is great. But you know what? Karma is going to bite Leeds on the bum. (laughs) No, how? It's going to bite them. What's this? Because their defender at Norwich... Pontus Janssen. Scored, jumped, and two-footed a disabled woman. That's bad. That's so... (laughs) No, it's not just bad. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting. Yeah, but it was limbs. And you know what? Yeah, it was limbs. <laughs> it was limbs. Oh, right. I, I would have been up the front there giving it all large and everything. Yeah. Like would you? Right. Anyway, so the camera is... We're talking now. Russell Martin does that. Do you have the same point of view? Russell Martin jumps two-footed into the Norwich fans. No, you... Are you, you joking you me? You put yourself in the... What? You put yourself in the shoes of that disabled fan. Oh, yeah, no. You... No, you... I think you'd love that. <laughs> you had to come you. I think you'd love it. That Slads is a special case, isn't it? It was limbs. It was limbs, Chris. <laughs> that right. was that was more limbs than Rotherham, and that that was that was bad. And that was I, I could you just picture Leeds on Saturday? Tim Closer, 90th minute, 30 yards, one 0 <laughs> Yeah, and bang. if he jumps in, he jumps in. I'll great. be I'll be at the front. If he jumps in, great. But does he go in with two foot with his studs up? <laughs> I, I wouldn't care. Kill he could kill me. Pontus <laughs> Janssen almost. Get killed that woman. I think Literally. I, I think we've needed more about this season. Not not players killing fans. I think we've needed a little <laughs> bit more passion. I, I love it when players go mad. Graham Dorrance leads away last anyway, uh, two years ago. Leeds are going to have some bad karma this weekend <laughs> because of the fact that their defender two footed that to say. You know what I? Road. You know what I? I think this has been set up perfectly. Leeds looks they've been in the top six pretty much all season. Mm. They beat us in the cup. That was a nightmare. They beat us in the league. As well. no, that they're, was a good, nightmare. they're a good side. Oh, they work them. hard for each other. Yeah, they they deserve to be where they be. Do you not hate Leeds? Oh, I do hate, I hate Leeds. Leeds. Do you, come on, do you hate Leeds? I can't say I hate them. Oh, no, I hate them. I, I, they're up there with Ipswich. Really? Yeah, seriously, I can't stand it. It would be lovely to beat them and, oh, yeah. and kill it off. So kill just stand there laughing at their fans. Because I, I feel like... What a crime. I might be completely wrong. I probably am wrong. I'm wrong about most things. But I feel like this season for Leeds was like Ipswich a few seasons back where they've had a great season, things have gone their way, 
this is their chance to get promoted. If they bottle it this season, it's going to be a few more years before they even compete. Yeah. And that would be beautiful. Monk, well, Monk might leave well, as well. Do, do, do Norwich consider going in for Pontus Janssen and seeing if we can have limbs like they did? You know what? I'd love Pontus Janssen. <laughs> so would I. I'll have a word with him. If yeah. he joins us, I'll have a word with him, that's for sure. <laughs> he can two-foot me any day. <laughs> um, sweet. Um, I mean, you're going to Leeds, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm what are you back. expecting from the game? A hostile atmosphere mm. I think it's going to be it's not going to be a nice one but I think we're going to beat them and it's going to be funny when we beat them because <laughs> their fans are going to cry there's going to be there's going to be tears and there, there will be though they're, they're, they, this was their season their season to, mm. to finally get back to where I mean maybe they should be because they are a big team you know the, no, the season when Ipswich were in the playoffs, we beat them. <clears throat> they had Daryl Murphy firing all cylinders. I think he was the top scorer that season. Leeds have Chris Wood, a player who hasn't really done it before, have done it for them. A couple of lone players that have done it for them. Janssen, I'm not sure if he's signed. Is he signed permanently? Yeah. He has. has yeah. But he was on loan. He was doing great things. A, a manager who's probably performing above standards, I would have thought. For Gary Monk, yeah. So, for me, it's a very similar situation to Ipswich. If Leeds don't do it this season, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of Leeds hate in, in the comments, then it's going to be a few more seasons before if Leeds, No, no, if Leeds can keep hold of Gary Monk, I see them having a good season again next season. Do you? Yeah. I can't see him keeping hold of Gary Monk, though. It, but, but that's the problem. Yeah, Are they, they going to be able to keep a no, manager of that quality? They will will they be able to, to score the goals that they have done this season? Will they be able to defend as well as they have done this season? I think season? if you keep Chris Wood fit... I, I think Chris Wood's quality player. But he hasn't really done it before this season. Well, yeah, um, I had it feels like a bit. Of I a... tweeted about him before he scored against us in the cup, but <laughs> saying how awful he was because I hadn't really been following the season. But... <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is we we you guys hate Leeds. I respect Leeds, <laughs> and we, we kind of hope that we piss on their parade. Yeah, like we did Brian, kind of. It fit. You know what? Because we've had no, such a crap season. Because we've had such a crap season, it's almost nice. To be ruining other yeah. people's days. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that. It's Norwich getting nasty. That's what we need. It kind of feels nice. It's the weather effect. I kind of, yeah, but I, I like being able to stand and laugh at the fans being upset about <laughs> us ruining their day. I like that. That's what I want in this club. Is it? Our, our fans to be you able to. You don't like winning football matches. You just like making ruining other fans cry. Yeah, ruining people's days. <laughs> That's what it, yeah, but it is. You I love that. I love ruining people's days. I want, on Saturday, to stand there and just laugh at Leeds fans <laughs> that's sitting there being absolutely distraught about their season. Like, where's our season now? You know another thing I hate about Leeds? When i done the match day experience there in the Cup, and it was obviously it was a good video because there were so many emotions, but one of their big pages, I think it was like Marching On Together or something, they stole the video and uploaded it to their Facebook page without credit, and I think it went on to get a quarter of a million views. Bang out of all of that. Bang out of order, yeah. mate. That's bang out of order. That could have got me like 10 Facebook likes if they were credited yeah. me. Exactly. You know how yeah. influential that could have been? I'll say something on Saturday for you. <clears throat> Cheers, mate. Anyway, score prediction for, for Saturday. Leeds. 3 0. 3 0 Norwich. Goal yeah. scorers. Dorans. <laughs> Dorans. Um, I love it. Dorans. Uh, Madison? No, Pritchard. Yeah. I think they get another one. Yes, please. And. I'm going to go Yannick. I think he might... Yannick Wilson. Yeah, I, I, I love Yannick That's random. I know, but Fair I don't. Enough. I say, oh, But... Yeah, but he's going to score. But he's going to score. Okay. Fair enough, and then you'll love him. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Chris, score prediction. 1-0, 90th minute, James Chris, Madison. Uh, uh, yeah? What's he going to do? Celebration? He is going to... He's literally going to do a Lionel Messi. He's going to take off his shirt. And hold it. He's going to hold it in front of the Leeds fans <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, you know what I, I think? It's going to be... 
Four three Norwich. We are going to go three 0 up. Okay. You're so it's romantic. It's going to be Alex Pritchard. He's going to score. Yes, please. Ryan Bennett's going to score yeah. from a corner. That'll give him a new contract. And uh, Russell Martin's going to score. Two, I hope so. Also from a corner. I love Russell. Three 0 up in the first half. We're like, come on, boys. Lee's going to get it back to three three. Okay. And they're dreaming again. They're thinking if we get another goal now, we push forward. What and Norwich and, and Norwich don't collapse? Is that what you're three all? Right. Here? It's three all. 90th minute, the clock's ticking. 90 yeah. plus one. 90 I'm feeling the two. pressure, to be There's fair. It's three minutes out of time. 92 minutes, 50 seconds. I feel like I'm in that stand. The yeah, ball it's rises. It's tense. Up goes Mitchell Dykes, knocks it in, wheels away <laughs> into the crowd, and headbutts. <laughs> I will be Just that. goes up to them and goes, <laughs> what, a Leeds or a Norwich? No, Norwich fan. I will be that fan. Yeah. I will be there, just giving it love. No, I won't even be in the stand. I'll be on the pitch. Leeds in front of the Leeds fans uh, going down like that. <laughs> I could just imagine Mitchell Dyke scoring a last minute win and losing his, losing his top mind. And just just losing the someone. <laughs> he's got, he's got that mentality about yeah. him, he? I just <laughs> love his, like, just doesn't care attitude. Just he's such, that, I, he's I, such I, an animal. Like, when, like, that red card he got a few, few yeah. weeks it, People count. appeal for a red card. He just walked off the pitch. <laughs> yeah. he, he was just, oh yeah, fair enough. I have just yeah. killed I like that. I like that. I've said it before. <laughs> you like people getting sent off, don't you? I don't it's like, like getting Gary sent off. I like he didn't care either. Well, that, by the way, that was horrendous. <laughs> don't start me on that. But there's a difference between a red card. <laughs> As you know, there isn't a difference. I just like players to show fight, Jack. Yeah. I'm not saying I like red cards. I just like a player. That, I do. If I was I one to like one it. with Snads and Snads just threw on goal, I'd I'd buff him off the ball. Oh, you wouldn't. No, you would not buff me off the ball. Well, no, I'd <laughs> mine. No, I'm a monster in football, yeah. so I'd like to see who you buff me off the ball. He's go. a buffer. <laughs> He's a buffer. Snads is a buffer. There you um, go. Anyway, massive thanks for you guys for watching the TNC podcast. Big thanks to all of you. Tweeted us, Snapchat me, sorry I couldn't get back to all of you. In fact, we only got back to one of you. Thanks, um, Brighton fans, for the abuse. Thanks to Brighton fans. Thanks to Snads. Snads has always been a pleasure, mate. Cheers, everyone. Absolute legend. Um, also, let us know what guests you want to see in the future on the TNC podcast. We've got a big one coming up next week. Da, da, da. Sh- um, we won't say it was just yet. We've got the next few lined up anyway, but let us know give a clue? who you want to see. No, no clues. Ooh. Um, anyway, guess. we will see you very soon. If you haven't yet subscribed on YouTube, do that. If you haven't yet subscribed on iTunes, do that. Leave it a review on iTunes. And um, yeah, see you later.